Welcome back to another episode of GEMS Podcast with Genesis Amaris Kemp, where the core pillars are to educate, inspire, and motivate. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this segment. Welcome back to GEMS Podcast. I'm your host, Genesis Amaris Kemp, and with me today is Phil Strangle Gal. Strangola Galley. So it took me practice, y'all, to get his last name right. I will let Phil be the judge of that. He is the author of Jesus Loves Movies, a Twitch streamer, and friend of whomever he encounters. This is Phil Strangola Galley. How's it going? It is going well, and it's kind of funny and a little running joke between you and I because no one saw the behind the scenes on how many times it took me to get the pronunciation of your last name. So how did I do? You did good. Yeah, I mean, you you made it through, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Awesome. So before we dive in into what led you to writing the book, Jesus Loves Movies, I want you to share a fun fact about yourself that obviously my audience doesn't know and that maybe some people around you don't know. So I can talk like Elmo? Really? Okay. Yes. yes. Um, Elmo loves um, video games and all these sorts of things and Dorothy especially. That is amazing. I'm going to have to play that little segment for my niece who has like (laughs) this Elmo doll. (laughs) Yeah, I've gotten a lot of requests. (laughs) Seriously, did you just acquire talking like Elmo for a particular reason or what's the back end story there? I was watching my little cousin and he actually talked like that. Like when he was like three years old, he talked just like that. Hey, Philip, how's it going? And I would just like, you know, try to imitate him. And uh, it sounded kind of like Elmo. It was just really funny. <laughs> yeah. That is a fun and funny, fun <laughs> yeah. fact at the same time. Yeah. So now let's really unpack your life a bit because going through the various challenges in your life is what led you to getting your fingers out and typing on that keyboard or getting that paper out and putting a pen to it and writing Jesus Loves Movies. So first of all, let's start with the title. And why did you choose to call it Jesus Loves Movies? Yeah, you know, I didn't really uh, focus on the title until kind of everything was almost done, you know, kind of like in the middle, I just kind of left the title there. You know, I I threw the title around Jesus with me in movies, Jesus uh me and Jesus watching movies like you know all these things and then I guess it just clicked one day and I was just like Jesus loves movies this is going to be the title um you know and and that's kind of how that came about yeah do you feel like your life has been a movie where there's horror scenes there's uncut scenes there's scenes of excitement sadness and all of that yeah I mean I definitely I relate probably closest to the horror genre um, because of what I've been through in my life, Um, you know, and uh, yeah, I mean, getting kind of emotional, uh, you know, and talking about this too, Um, you know, it was, it was a, it was a deep time, uh, pretty traumatic time in my life. 
um, you know, where I felt like I had a lot taken from me. And, you know, I just started writing and eventually it just, it became a book and, you know, it was never planned and yeah. Wow. And if we can, can we spend a little bit time here further? Do, are you cool with going down this? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, it's okay to cry. Um, that's yeah. a part of you being human. Um, I've been through my share of losses within a year and a half, and it's been a hell of a lot um, from yeah. losing my dad, my, oh my job from Fortune 500, oh oil and gosh. gas company, then my grandmother, nine months and five days apart from my dad. And then just recently, mm. this January, I lost my other grandmother. So Ugh. four things back to back. But I um, now that I've overcome that it gives me the strength and the resilience to really talk about grief because people think that grief is just something that you just go through and they think that you could get over it right away but there's days where you're gonna feel like punching the wall there's days where you're gonna feel like you don't want to get out of bed and bathe you just want to pull the covers over your head you may want to emotionally eat you may want to just yeah. do things that are outside of your character yeah. because no one really knows how you're feeling because they haven't walked in your shoes to uh, say the least. Whew. I didn't expect to get real emotional, but I appreciate you. I appreciate your words. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I want to really spend time there because I think it's a part of who you are, Phil. And going through that strengthen you so you could help other people who may be going through something similar, even though it's not going to be their exact stories, your humanity and getting real and raw and vulnerable and just saying, Hey, I'm, I'm there with you. (sighs) Yeah. So let's start to unpack (laughs) it. Um, You, you pick a part to start with, and then we're just going to keep on going with this conversation because I need to dig deep. I don't want to just know Phil at the surface. I want to go deep diving with you. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, you, you were talking about grief and, you know, there are layers to grief like an onion, right. You know, there are just layers. And, um, you know, in the beginning when I first went through what I went through, this was in 2017. Um, it was such a traumatic experience that, you know, I, I would just look outside or I would see something that reminded me of that specific situation. And, you know, it would send me, um, and it would send me down, you know, whether it was just, just really getting angry or, you know, crying and uh, figuring out like, what is going on, you know, all these things. And um, honestly, movies were the safe space. Uh, movies were the safe space for me to go, um, for me to feel like um, I was understood. And, that's where I went, you know, and, and I remember I, w- it was probably one of the worst nights. This was a couple nights after, you know, what I'd been through, um, in 2017, I sat down and I watched the Count of Monte Cristo, the 2002 version. And I mean, literally I was like, this guy was engaged, which, you know, I was engaged at the time and, you know, I am married now. It's amazing. It's like the greatest thing ever. Um, but this guy was engaged to his soon to be, this guy was promoted to captain of the ship. He was loved by like all the townspeople. This guy Edmund Dantes, and I'm watching this, and his best friend falsely accuses him, sends him to a prison island, and 
I literally felt like Edmund. Like the, 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 the best description of how I felt is that I felt exiled, I felt alone, I felt on a prison island, um, separated from everything. I felt like I'd lost so much. And, you know, it's even the illustration of like boxing. You know, I love boxing. I literally, <laughs> boxing, you know, I, I literally got hit so hard on the canvas and I wasn't even moving. And I was, I was just there. I was just lying there. And, you know, in terms of getting back up and picking up the pieces and being in my corner, you know, I'm a faith-based guy and I feel like God has been in my corner, um, healing me. And I've been moving forward in that way. And, and movies have been, have been that for me. They've been that comfort. So. That's great to hear. So movies were your saving grace and they were your outlet where you could submerge yourself into someone else's reality, whether it was something comical, whether it was something with an underlying um, theme and message or horror, you said like your genres or or whatever the case may be. And I feel that way with music. Music and movies are my things. I call it the M&Ms. While yeah. I like to eat M&Ms too. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I feel like sometimes you need to find that space where you can escape your realities for just a mere yeah. moment. Yeah. And then you could plug back in. And 2017 wow. was a year that rocked your life, but it yeah. also reshaped you for the better, even wow. though it didn't feel good going through yeah. the circumstance you went through. Yeah. Do you mind sharing what that circumstance was so we could put some context around it? Yeah. Um, you know, without going into too much detail, um, you know, I had training um, for a job and I passed that training with, you know, flying colors. I did really well. Um, and then the time came for me to be on the job. Um, and, you know, it was, uh, yeah, it was, it was a really tough experience because a lot of what I was training for and a lot of what, you know, I had experienced, it was something completely different. And, you know, there I was in in the company that I was in, it was a company of four people and they were just doing whatever they wanted to do. And they were telling me to lie, you know, on the reports, um, they were telling me to do all these things. And I said, no, like I want to do the right thing. And ultimately like they looked at me and they were just like, you don't belong here. And that really hit me hard because, um, you know, we, we tried everything, you know, in terms of like, I, I those are the plans, you know, and, and I got litigation, you know, or, or the, the starting of litigation, I, you know, talked with a lawyer to see if I could transfer somewhere else. Um, and it just didn't work out. And, you know, a lot of it, you know, felt like my worth had been taken from me. Uh, my manhood had been taken from me. Um, kind of the illustration is I felt like stripped of everything and just left on the side of the road um, with, wow. with nowhere, with nothing to do. Yeah. Wow. That um, it's like the wind was knocked out of you um, in yeah. a sense when someone tells you you don't belong here. Cause I want to 
yeah. lean in and ask this question to the listeners and viewers. How many times have you been in a situation or in an environment where you felt like you didn't belong? You were that square that was trying to fit within a circle, but then it took you going around the mountains a few times to realize your worth and your worth is what elevated you to your now season. And I want to encourage anyone listening or watching this segment, don't ever let somebody strip you down to the point where you are suffocating, you're demeaning yourself, and you feel like you're useless because you're not. Those people who try to dim your light is because there's something inside of you that shines so bright, they wish they had it. And it's no need to compare yourself to people who were never meant to validate you on this life's journey. So I just wanted to plug that really quick there, Phil. Yeah, you're preaching, preaching to me. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, I really appreciate you. Um, you're, you're a prophet, you know, and uh, I, I appreciate you, seriously. Thank you. And as you made it out of that year and you started to come into the realization of, you know what, Phil is worth so much more. I was created as a masterpiece. I was formed in the image of my heavenly father and I'm destined for greatness. Then how did you begin to carry yourself as well as walk out the rest of your journey? It was hard. Um, it felt like I had been in a pit um, and I was just lying there and Jesus met me in the pit. Jesus met me there. Um, and, you know, it was, it was through a lot of that catharsis, especially of writing. And I remember waking up two, three, four in the morning just to get up and write when there was silence, um, just to let out everything, to let out what I was feeling. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's a constant journey. You know, in, in the beginning, it was really difficult. I, I felt like I had, I don't want to call them episodes because there's like this stigma around episodes, but um, there, there were moments where it, it, would, it just got really hard. Um, and, but every day, you know, I continued on. I would forgive these people. I would move forward every day and try not to hold on to bitterness and resentment and it's been getting a lot easier honestly i've been going to therapy <laughs> which has really helped um and i'm all for therapy i'm all for counseling it's amazing um i think everybody should do it that, that's just my opinion but um yeah i mean it, that's that's the journey that i've been on so and as jesus met you in the pit he met you in the dark season he brought you to the light and there's this one song that i like um, by Sanctus Real. And let me know if you're familiar with, with this song. It's called Confidence. And it's like, give me hope like Daniel in the lion's den. Um, and it's like, um, help me, help me be like Moses. And it talks about the different um, people in the Bible who mm. went through various trials and tribulations, mm. but every step of the way, Jesus was there with wow. them, whether wow. they realize it. And I'm going to actually pull up the scriptures because wow. I think that it's going to uh, solidify where I'm going with this um, comment because I definitely don't want to um, butcher it. But this is um, 
so keen to your um, story, Phil, that I wanted to share. It says, so give me faith like Daniel in the mm-hmm. lion's den. Give me hope like Moses in the wilderness. Give me a heart like David. Lord, be my defense. Lord, I can face my giants with confidence. Wow. And then, and I'm definitely not a singer, y'all, so don't judge me. And it's like, you took <laughs> And it's like you took a shepherd boy and made him a king. So I'm going to trust you and give you everything. Mm. I'll be a conqueror because you fight for me. I'll be a champion claiming your victory. And I feel like you had to go through that moment, Phil, because that moment is what strengthened you. And as you were strengthened, now you're able to help other men, other Mm -hmm. young boys, other women, and other people who are going through battles, whether it's a battle with a job, a battle with a relationship, a battle with anything in life. And going through therapy, Mm is your sounding board too, because you're not afraid to go to a paid and trained professional to help you break some of those chains. So you could be free. You could be whole and complete for your wife as well as you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Wow. So it's like, and (laughs) when you think about the title of your book, Jesus loves movies. It's like my life is a movie, but mm. Jesus was with me. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that's powerful. So I want you to continue to walk us through this journey. And as you yeah. walk us through this journey, I'm going to mm. do something different that I've never done on my podcast. I'm going <laughs> to keep reading different bits and pieces of these lyrics because mm. this is part of your story. Wow. <laughs> I just want to say this is a treat being on here and and you are awesome like this is this is really awesome um yeah I mean what more can I say um in terms of you know Jesus meeting me and and especially that image of the pit you know and feeling like I was down there and honestly feeling like the people that hurt me they were standing over like giants um so for you to be able to say um to be triumphant and face my giants and, and do all that stuff. There's, there's life lesson in that, you know, there's life lesson in that. And that's what I had to do, um, you know, and, and what I'm continuing to do. And it's gotten a lot better. It's gotten a lot easier. It's gotten a lot more. I'm able, I feel more able-bodied, uh, to be able to, you know, do this. Um, yeah. (laughs) And one of the things that you mentioned that helped you um, face some of those giants was forgiveness. Sometimes people don't ever forgive the people that hurt them. And forgiveness is not necessarily for the other person, but it's Mm -hmm. for you. So Mm -hmm. you could be free. So Mm -hmm. you could be whole. Mm -hmm. And it takes the power from those people that hurt you and you gain the power back. And another verse of the song says, I'm not a warrior. I'm not too afraid to lose. I feel unqualified for what you're calling me to, but Lord, with your strength, I've got no excuse because broken people are exactly who you use. Wow. Wow. Yeah. 
So I want you to think about that and think about how you were broken for a moment. But in that brokenness, you became whole because God found you. And he said, you're chosen. He created you just like him. And he's not going to let you stay in defeat. He's not going to let you go through suffer. He's calling you to something higher because your purpose is attached to him and there's greatness and destiny inside of you. Wow. Genesis, you, wow. (laughs) This is, this is awesome. I really appreciate you. Um, It's been a journey. It really has been. And uh, you know, the end of 2018, October, 2018, that's when the book came out. Um, I released it like in a very soft launch. I didn't really tell many people about it. My wife was urging me to tell more people. I went to a Barnes and Noble store and they were like, oh, let's, let's bring it in on opening day and like all this stuff. And I was like, oh, okay, that's crazy. I was like, what the heck? And it was fun. Like we had a like local Red Robin thing, you know, where we had the book and everything. My friends, family came out, people, it was fun. And then all of a sudden that summer of 2019, like I started getting letters um I all of a sudden realized that it was in over 500 Barnes and Noble stores and I was like what the heck is going on and I was just there were a lot of redeeming things that were happening and especially God was using the pain that I went through to bring healing not only to my life but to other people as well um and it's just like I've gotten letters from people I never thought I would ever get letters from like in my life, I was like, what the heck is going on? Like, and there's, there's a lot of redemption in, you know, kind of that process and what I've been through. And, you know, I really like to encourage anybody that, you know, if they're going through anything, if they're, if they, you know, are going through anything, um, to use something to be able to have, you know, some sort of therapy or catharsis, you know, whether it's art or, music or anything create something let it be your expression of what you're going through um and uh i mean because that's what i did you never you never know like if it'll help someone and and i i didn't even plan out to help it it was more for me it was was a thing for me this is my whole grief journal this is my whole like you know journey on moving forward and i remember meeting with this one this one guy who you know really really became the driving force for creating the interior exterior design and all this stuff and we were sitting in a starbucks and he was just like yeah let's do it and i was just like okay um so i mean it's it's crazy um it's uh humbling and it's also really validating you know from god for him to be able to say like i see you Like, I see what you've been through. And yeah. That is amazing because from pain, purpose was birthed in other people who you didn't even imagine to touch. He used your story for such a time as this. And back to this lyrics, it says, I'm going to sing and shout and shake the walls. I won't stop until I see them fall. Going to stand up, step out when you call Jesus, Jesus, I'm going to sing and shout and shake the walls. I won't stop until I see them fall. Going to stand up, step out 
when you call Jesus and you had your red robin yum experience, <laughs> whatever you brought people out for the sake of the book, Jesus loves movies. And what a beautiful set to have, even though it's not in a movie right now, you are creating the movie by sharing your experiences and it's allowing others to visualize and walk mm. out theirs. Mm. Wow. <laughs> Genesis, thank you. I mean, this is, you're, you're, like I said, you're a treat. This is, this is awesome. Like, and, and the platform that you have here is, is incredible, you know? Thank so, you. So and really I- awesome. Thank you so much, Phil. And I really do appreciate that. I always think feedback is a gift. I, and as- yeah. <laughs> I love your heart. I mean, seriously, you know, you, you, you see, you see people and yeah, you, uh, you notice and, you know, you really encourage and you bring hope and it's just, it's awesome. Keep doing it. Keep being you. Thank you. And I want to ask you, Phil, um, because I want to be respectful of your time commitment. When you think about some tips and tricks that has helped you write the book, what are some life tips and tricks that you want to leave anyone with who is struggling with something similar to what you went through? Maybe give them five tips. Okay. If you can. Um, If I can. Okay. So we're going to talk about trauma, you know, and then Trauma is this word, you know, where people use and they're just like, oh my gosh, that's such a heavy word. And like trauma can be something really small, you know, and God wants to meet you right there. God wants to meet you in your loss and your grief. Um, and yeah, God is there. Like there, there's no um, like if, ands, or but about it. Like he's, he's there and it's okay to cry. So it's okay to cry. It's okay to grieve. It's okay to process through what you're going through, even, even if it's small, even if it's small. Um, I encourage anybody to have a grief journal. You know, that was something that I learned when I was in personal spiritual formation, when I went to Nyack college, have a grief journal. Grief journal is something as small as, okay, what set me off today? What got me angry? Because sometimes your anger, there's something underneath your anger. There's a sadness. There's a disappointment. There's something going on underneath it. Or maybe there's just a really big passion for something. Like there's a passion for injustice. And you want to write about it. And you want to talk about it. And you want to go through it and walk with it. I encourage you to walk through your trauma. Walk through your pain. Walk through your loss. You know, we live in a world of loss. We do. Obviously, you know, we don't want to live with this world of loss constantly. We want to live in the victory and we want to walk in the victory and we want to walk in the path of winning and healing. But in order to do that, you got to process. You can't just throw things underneath a rug. You can't just try to put a beach ball underneath like a whole ocean floor. It's going to pop back up like some sort of evil surprise. And there's a lot of things there. I don't know if I necessarily got in one to five, but those are 
those are some some lessons um, that I would say to walk through and honestly know that you know I'm a faith-based guy and and I believe God is with me and having his presence being aware of his presence being aware that God is with you in every single moment um, just being aware I think it is another thing too and thank you so much for adding that value and just sharing those tips, Phil, because it resonated with me, but it's definitely going to resonate with other people. And I'm just going to give these next lyrics, but this one's for a different song because you're now unstoppable. And this song is by Corn Hawthorne. And I'm just going to read the first part and then we're going to wind down with your call to action. They told you that you couldn't do it because you're washed up. Ain't like them bad girls said you should get your sauce up. But I got this plan and you might not understand. I'm gonna go hard as I can. I'm gonna be the boss of it. Just watch me do this. Put no limits, only swag on it. Walk right up to the front where I belong, then brag on it. Go to the top, I'ma give it all I got. Might take a lot, but we ain't gonna ever stop. Now, I do believe I'm something special. Can't take that away from me. So you can say what you want. I go harder, stronger, be who I'm supposed to be. And the rest of the lyrics, y'all will have to listen to the song by Corn Hawthorne. She does it way better than I can. Because that is mm-hmm. you right now. You're unstoppable because wow. you overcame the hurdles of 27. Wow. You put the book out in 2018. You got the fan mail from the people whose lives you touch without even knowing that you were going to touch their lives. Now you're on the cusp. There's nowhere else to go but up. Wow. So give us your call to action for this segment, Phil. Yeah. So my name is Phil. Super long last name, Shrango Lagali. I'm the author of Jesus Loves Movies. It's in all sorts of formats. Um, you can go on jesuslovesmovies.com as well. There's a lot of cool stuff. Um, and yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. You can also find me live streaming. I love playing video games on Twitch <laughs> at fill that in. Oh, nice. And yeah. Phil, do you have a website? Yeah. Uh, www.jesuslovesmovies.com. Yeah. Awesome. And then what social media platforms are you on outside of Twitch? Yep. Twitch. TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, it's all fill that in. That's what fill it is. Fill that in. Fill that in. Like my name, Phil, the word that, the word in. Fill that in. Yeah. Amazing. And there you have it, listeners and viewers of Gems Podcast. We just had the infamous author of Jesus Loves Movies, Strangola Galley. I hope I did that right. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you so much, Phil. And For all our listeners and viewers out there, Phil's contact information will be in the show notes. Make sure you subscribe as well as share this segment with family members and friends. We are on 40 plus platforms and connect with us on YouTube at Gems with Genesis Amaris Kemp for all things video content. And remember, your life is a movie, but you can be the director of it if you turn those tests into testimonies, that mess into a message, and you turn those hard days into bright days because that pit 
does not define you, but it's going to redefine you so you can walk out your destiny, live life on purpose, and walk out your mission to really lay a foundation for future generations to come and income your palace, which is your destiny assignment, your greatness, and your realities. So until we chat next time, ciao. Thank you for listening to another segment of GEMS Podcast. Hope you enjoyed this recording. Make sure you like, comment, share, and subscribe to GEMS Podcast on your audio platform, as well as our YouTube channel, GEMS with Genesis Amaris Kemp. We would love for you to be a sponsor, so please reach out via email at GEMS, G-E-M-S, with W-I-T-H, Genesis, G-E-N-E-S-I-S, Amaris, A-M-A-R-I-S, Kemp, K-E-M-P, at gmail.com, where your brand, your swag, your services can be here on GEMS Podcasts.